Bitcoin. Good morning, Bitcoiners. Welcome to your market update. You've made it. I'm Satoshi Nakamoto, and this is Bitcoin and Markets. Okay, we have Bitcoin raging, altcoins dumping, and 2x collapsing. Uh, the preponderance of news this week, I think, is going to be positive. Still waiting on Ledger X. That's the U.S. dollar um, options platform or options market out there that um, we're kind of waiting on. It's uh, It was possible anytime after October 4th. So we're kind of waiting on news in regards to that. At least I am. Um, let's take a look at the prices, though. We've had a really good run here the last couple days. And... I mean, everything looks really good to continue this run. We haven't, we don't have any divergences, at least on the time frames that I'm looking at. Let me look at four hour. Uh, everything looks really good to make a run right up to all time highs here still. Uh, so the price right now on Bitstamp is 4,800, 4,797. Uh, it's been holding there in a nice bull flag for uh, several hours. And futures is right at 4,800 as well. So this is a good sign. It just gives me a good feeling of what's going on in the market right now. I think we could, um, I said before, I thought we could run up to, um, you know, mid 46s and have a little consolidation there, which we did flag out in just above 4,600 and then make a run for all time high. It looks like we met, we're just shy of that. And I don't know if we're going to go right away to all time highs. Uh, I think we are going to be stopped short, but let me take a look at some of the other markets out there. Uh, JPY, let's see how close they are to all-time highs. Right now, the JPY price is 536,000 yen, and the all-time high is 566,000 yen. So we're a little bit closer, I think, in dollar terms to that all-time high. CNY, we are very close to all-time highs. All-time high is 32,000. Right now, we're sitting at 31,000, so pretty close in uh, yuan terms. Excuse me. Uh, we did just break all-time high in the Korean won. So that's pretty bullish. And we are currently consolidating over the previous all-time high. And, you know, uh, Tour just had a couple tweets out there asking about um, do traders look at the Korean won or do they look at the USD? What, what do they kind of look at? That's a good question. Obviously, since that futures thing is part of my uh, kind of analysis that I'm going to lean towards whatever currency has the big futures markets, and that is right now U.S. dollar. But a lot of volume is over there in South Korea, so um, them being over all-time highs and consolidating over all-time highs or flagging here over all-time highs, I think that's very bullish for the price. So maybe maybe we just break right through all-time highs and go to 6,000. I don't know, but uh, it's been pretty dramatic over the last couple days with these price increases, lots of news. I mean, if we do break 5,000 and we go up even to like 5,100 and when we're, we're, it's looking really solid, imagine the mainstream media news. I mean, they, they, they have to report on it. They've been reporting on it so much lately. Uh, so if we do break 5,000, I don't see why we can't get to 6,000 and even north of that. If I take a look at my pitchfork, um, that's been working out okay. Let me go down to the daily. So the midline for the pitchfork that I'm using is right at all-time highs right now, 49.80, 49.75. Uh, if we go right through that, the top side of the pitchfork is going to be like 6,000. 
maybe even 6100. So, you know, we could go all the way up there. And if we follow the trend line from previous highs, uh, it's right now it would be going all the way up to uh, 6400. Um, I obviously don't think we're going to get there right away, but it's looking very, very bullish on almost every time frame here, people. So we could go up eventually, you know, we're, we're going to test back down again. So maybe we go to 6,000 and we test uh, 4,500 again. It's, it's possible. So just be, if, if you're going to trade, especially if you're trading on margin, you have to babysit it. There's a very awesome song from several years ago, babysitting my Bitcoin. You guys can search it on YouTube. Uh, that's what you got to do. You got to babysit your Bitcoin. If you're going to be trading on margin. Okay. Let me take a look at my numbers. Um, market cap of Bitcoin is at 80 billion. And the global market cap is at 152 billion. This is one of the bigger stories that a lot of people are talking about because altcoins are dumping, right? And so Bitcoin's quote unquote market dominance is uh, increasing quite a bit. It's over 50% now, it might be 55%. And uh, I don't think that's a very good measure, obviously, because uh, the liquidity for Bitcoin is, is, much bigger. I think second place is Ripple, and that's hilarious because Ripple isn't even a cryptocurrency. Um, I, I put Ripple and OneCoin in the same boat. Like, why doesn't Coin Market Cap put OneCoin on there if they're going to put Ripple? It's kind of silly. Yeah, uh, global market cap is at 152 billion. Maximalist price that is the global market cap divided by total outstanding Bitcoins. That's 91.89. And that, that is totally possible to get there um, in the next, I mean, very conservatively, I would say 12 months. Okay, average transaction value on chain 46.93. That's uh, uh, $4,693 is the average size transaction on the Bitcoin blockchain. And if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, I haven't been quoting this statistic as much because it has been quite a bit below one Bitcoin. Now this, this value is starting to get back to one Bitcoin. And to me, that is very bullish. Okay. If you're, a, if, if you're coming in and you're a new investor, um, I mean, a lot of people might be buying fractions of a Bitcoin, but then they're going to leave it on the exchange and they might not be moving it around a lot. But if you're a big investor and you come in and you buy uh, 10, 20, maybe 100 Bitcoins in one pop, you're going to move that onto a wallet right off off the exchange onto a wallet and that uh, is the big transactions that that we'd see on the bitcoin blockchain so uh, this this value plus you know bitcoin is not a payments network everyone has talked about the microtransactions for so long bitcoin is not a payments network at this time at least lightning network will be a payments network but uh bitcoin is is just an okay payments network and it's used for large transactions. One of the stories recently was, you know, Germany trying to repatriate their gold holdings from New York. And uh, for 300 tons, or they, they shipped like, I think it may, might have been 150 tons, like half, half the shipment, um, cost them millions of dollars to ship, just to ship the gold back home. That is what Bitcoin is going after. That is the market. The size of the market that Bitcoin is going after. It's going after that seven to eight trillion dollar market cap of gold. That is in the crosshairs. Once we get to that, then we can start talking about payments network. Because it's very hard to onboard people just to use it for payments. Think about the steps involved. Trade volume is is just exploded uh, two. 
1.0, right at $2 billion transacted in the last 24 hours. That's insane. Just six to nine months ago, we were talking about uh, 500 to 500 million to a billion dollars. And now we're hitting $2 billion in 24 hours transacted. Okay, SegWit percentage, so 9% of transactions right now on the network are SegWit transactions, and I think that's great. It's growing. Uh, I put a link in the show notes for you guys to go to a new site that that tracks that, uh, SegWit.party. Okay, difficulty is on SEPA's numbers. It has a negative 3%, but uh, you can see if you go to uh, the link that I link in the show notes uh, for, for Bitcoin Wisdom's uh, difficulty charts, the recent, the short-term hash rate here that, that they have on the gray line is spiking to like maybe a 3% increase in, in difficulty. So I do expect single-digit increase in Bitcoin's difficulty in five days. And that is in this atmosphere of uh, Bcash. Remember, Bcash is trying to fight over miners, Bitcoin's miners. And 2x is looking at fighting over Bitcoin's miners as well. So a lot of new hash power will be coming on. Bitcoin's core hash power, core difficulty will continue to increase, which is a huge, I mean, it just looks so good when you look at the, the, the difficulty chart between Bcash and Bitcoin, where Bitcoin is just plodding along, you know, it's the turtle in the hair or the tortoise in the hair. Um, the, the Bitcoin is the tortoise and it's just going, going, going. And Bcash is like spazzing out. Bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong. How would you ever want to use that for your network? If you are a business, if you are trying to create some disruptive app and you look at the, net, the network stability between Bitcoin and Bcash, it's, it's hands down got to be Bitcoin. Anyway, okay. Um, but fork.lol, their difficulty is showing up a plus 15%. So I expect that to come down. Mempool is under one megabyte right now but uh if you look at the last few days the mempool does spike during us midday so around you know uh, one in the afternoon eastern time to 10 a.m western time that is about where the volume is the highest on chain so if you're looking at making a transaction and you want to have low fees uh, look at the other times of the day Local Bitcoin's volume over the last seven days is $48 million. That is $40 million worth of Bitcoin. That's that's down. But that did that time frame ended uh, on the 7th before this last latest pump. So I do expect it to increase. Uh, the, the volume has been around 1,900 Bitcoins per day, at least during the week. So that is, that's good. It's being very consistent on the Bitcoins transacted. Uh, so the other fluctuation will just be, uh, you know, exchange rate. Paxful volume is very steady at 10 million. I expect Paxful to make huge gains here relative to local Bitcoins over the next six months or so. And uh, so total public OTC that we can know about is around 40, uh, sorry, $58 million worth of Bitcoin. I expect that to jump drastically on the next update. All right, so that's all my kind of fundamentals. Bitcoin. Let's talk about... Uh, I was on Vortex's show recently on this last Sunday, and it was very, it was a lot of fun. The great guests. I mean, Alex Marcos was on there, core developer. Uh, he's he's, a, he, he's Chain Code Labs, right? Um, you had John Light on there and John Carvalho, the 
Bitcoin Airlog and myself. And Adam Meister was supposed to be on there, uh, but he's having trouble with his connection. If you guys are following me out there on my appearances, uh, I was on Adam Meister's panel show on Friday, but Adam couldn't get on. His internet was all messed up. And so he's told me and Andy Hoffman to take it. But, you know, we, we did our best uh, <laughs> for Adam on his show. Um, you guys can check that out. Hopefully, uh, Adam gets that figured out and he can get to some better internet connection because I, I enjoy his show. I think he's it does a great service for the Bitcoin community. Okay, I also link in the show notes a cool link to a 2x countdown. So you guys can check that out. Um, news on Ledger X, there's still no like release date for it. The, the paperwork said no earlier than uh, October 4th. So it could be November, it could be December, who knows? It could be next week. I doubt it will be next week because we should have some warning so that they can get some volume on there right away. Um, but Ledger X is coming uh, in the future, so be watching out for that. All right, before I get on to, well, I just have one comment about the S&P 500 uh, is, what the fuck, man? It recently had six consecutive closes at all-time highs, and that does not happen, people. There's something going on with these markets. The last time they had six consecutive all-time high closes was in 1999 right before the dot-com crash so this this is not healthy in any anybody if you ask them you know should you have six consecutive all-time high closes um, very few people are going to tell you that's that's healthy or the sign of a good functioning market something is being manipulated something is amiss here and i i can't help but maintain that we are very close to the top if not the top, we've had a little bit of pullback here, but, um, you know, you can't have a hundred consecutive all-time high closes. That's ridiculous. Six in a row is a huge Sigma, I'm sure away from the mean. So, uh, maybe it's supposed to happen once in every 300,000 years or something. And it happened twice in 20 years. So, uh, that's, that's not good. Bitcoin. Okay, let's talk about this 2x. Um, most people out there that you see are aligning with no 2x, especially the o a lot of the OGs in the space are aligning with no two, no 2x. I am very confident at this point that there will be no major disruption from the 2x hard fork. I'm fairly confident that there will be default replay protection, and it will be an altcoin. Just because, I mean. That is the best that they can hope for. And I said this on Vortex's show. The best they can hope for is to be an altcoin. They cannot be Bitcoin at this point. It just will not happen. Look at the, the reaction from the community. Many people will not accept it. So I'm very confident that it's going to be an altcoin, that there's going to be replay protection, and there's nothing really to worry about. Oh, let, let me tell you about this this fuck up that they had so they tried to add uh somewhat of a replay protection to opt in where you, you the user has to do something to opt into making a replay protection right you have to have some technical expertise or technical know-how to make this happen and of course if you have your money on exchanges that's a that is a incentive to keep it there because the exchange will handle the technicals for you you offload that onto the exchange 
which is it's a bad thing because if all these forks do that same sort of thing then the exchanges are going to be swamped and i've heard phil potter from bitfinex um complaining about that and i totally agree you ha you have to be you have to play nice with the exchanges just like you have to play nice with the devs and you have to play nice with the miners and you have to play nice with the users the exchanges you can't just walk all over them and if you do, they're going to stop supporting your forks. But uh, anyway, so they added BTC1, that's Segwit2x. They, Jeff Garzik, he added this replay protection. And then Peter Todd and, and Harding, um, forget his first name, the uh, one, of, one of the Bitcoin developers, they, they were talking about how this breaks lightning. Their particular replay protection here breaks lightning and so once that came to light then jeff is like oh shit so he reopened the, the pull request and probably going to change that um but this is an example of where are the best developers right now they are aligned with core they are aligned against 2x and the future value of a big uh, future value of a coin comes from the future you know potential development and if you look at btc1 versus core what does the future tell you look two years down the road here look at november 2019 which coin is going to have higher value 2x or bitcoin it's going to be bitcoin and mainly because of the development that's around it. It's going to continue to get better, continue to get tweaked in a responsible, safe way. You can't just move fast and break things when you're talking about $80 billion. I'm, I'm very confident that nothing, it's going to be a nothing burger. That's what a lot of people are saying out there. So Bitcoin. My name is Ansel Linder. This is Bitcoin Markets. If you'd like to support the show, support independent media, go to Bitcoin or go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and markets. Thank you to all my patrons. You guys are great. You know, we can't just let Bloomberg come in here and tell everybody about Bitcoin. We have to have independent people that have been here for a while and kind of know what's going on politically, socially, technically. We have to have these Bitcoiners have being in the media. We can't just abdicate our news to uh, those Bloomberg, Forbes, you know, Reuters, those guys. Uh, we have to, you know, kind of own this space and also scammers. If you guys watch YouTube, there's lots of different YouTube channels coming out right now, and it's all scammers or people pumping trading communities that, you know, it costs money to join the trading community. These are all scams. I'm not selling you anything. I'm not selling you an ICO like Richard Hart. Support independent, honest media out there. So thank you to all my patrons. If you guys want to support, go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin Markets. See you soon. Thanks for listening.